Hey, welcome back to another episode of Drinking and Thinking, the show with good drinks and even better thinks. If you are uh, new to the podcast, we would super appreciate it if you would subscribe uh, and then share this with anybody that you think would benefit from it. Uh, here's kind of the whole context of the show. Every week we make a cocktail, an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic version, and then just talk about principles in life, ideas, concepts, all sorts of things from a Christian perspective. So uh, that's kind of the show. On today's episode, we make a cocktail called a Black Manhattan. It's uh, it's a riff on the classic Manhattan that switches out the vermouth for a Campari. Uh, if you are not a big vermouth or wine sort of person, we definitely suggest making this riff instead. And then we talk about what happens after we die. Uh, death is something that we all face and something that, at least in our opinion, we should all be thinking about ahead of time. So uh, we have a good conversation about who to trust, where to look to for that answer, and ultimately what does happen after we die. So grab something cold, stick around, and let's dive on in. It is. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Black Manhattan. Please start the podcast with it is. It is. You can't <laughs> eat this. That's different. It's different indeed. That is so that's a sipper for sure. That is definitely that is a, that is a sipper. sipper. You don't take you, a big gulp of this. You just defined this drink so well. This is a sipper. So um, the black Manhattan, yeah, with the Campari. Typically, I mean, and there's the all cocoa. sorts of and the cocoa, which uh, comes across quite strongly. Yeah, for only being two dashes. Yeah, that's a very. Uh, I uh, I've never tried a Campari in a Manhattan. However, it's it's a different flavor. I don't I don't hate it. But it's also like, it's like, I'm going back and forth. It's like a, this love hate back and forth. Like, I don't really like it. It's too weird on the tongue. But I'm like, ah, I want another sip. <laughs> There's almost, uh, I don't mm. know if anybody else is getting this, but I think that cocoa is playing with my mind. It's almost a little like coffee ish. Yeah, for sure. At the end. Don't you think maybe some of that smoke is, is affecting Could be. that? Could it's be. It's that cocoa with that, you got that strong smoke yeah. taste smell there? Maybe. I'm very happy we smoked it. So we went with the cherry wood mm-hmm. smoke um, to obviously bring that's out more clear. cherry. But. I mean, that's definitely yeah. definitely a clear yeah. taste. Mm. Uh, should we go around and uh, rate this cocktail? Sure. You want to start? Uh, uh, sure, I'll start. I would give this a six. That's okay. my rating. It's it's uh, it's better than just five is an average. Yeah. So it's better than that. But I, this would probably be... Not one of my first ones I would order. So um, my first sip, I would have given like a four or five. Okay. But now like I keep finding myself like going back. Like mm. this might be a seven right now. I'll let you know in like 10 minutes. Mm. I feel we do this all the time. We rate these things. It's not fair. They need to be different categories. That's very because, true. Because some, when I'm you know in the garage or mowing the grass, it'd be a 10. Yeah. But this is, uh, I'm in the dining room after yeah. dinner. This would be a higher number than out in the garage. Yes. And so it doesn't seem fair to just have one numbering system. Oh, Kevin, you're on fire today. It, to me, you're 100% right. Like, 
this is like after a nice steak. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm. I'm imagining. Overeat. Wait a minute. We had a steak, and <laughs> I don't hate over- myself. <laughs> I, it was only you lost 24 me. ounces. <laughs> okay, you lost me and there. And then you're like settling in, and everything like the mm-hmm. steak high is coming in. Mm-hmm. As as one does love that, the, the, but not the meat sweats. <laughs> not the meat sweats. Okay, right. That's what I mean. It's like no. you're not full. That line in between full and meat oh. sweats is so thin for me. So thin. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever managed that well. Um, you know what? This is a perfect after dinner cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Slow, slow sipping, relaxed. Yeah. I bet your uh, your alcoholic version, as compared to our non-alcoholic, is for sure got a lot more of the bitter qualities. Yeah, you know? I bet your yours is a lot sweeter too, because as we've noticed, well, like always, always, always sweeter. But always sweeter. Thank you, liars, for your Italian orange Campari NA, and thank you, Beef Eater, for uh, commenting. But uh, if you'd send us a bottle, <laughs> I would definitely make more <laughs> gin drinks. We didn't Shameless. make a gin drink today because you didn't sponsor yes. us. Well, we ran out. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out. Uh, Wait, just... so uh, I gave it a six. You gave it. Uh, starting four and it's seven growing. Is, we'll see where it ends. Six seven right now by the yeah. end. But you didn't rate it, Kevin. No, you just I, said I, in the garage. If I'm on a lawnmower or in the garage, dinner. it would be a two. <laughs> a- after dinner, it would be a seven or an eight. Ooh, that's a hang on. Big Are you surprised change. though? I'm About very this. surprised. Tasting this, I thought Kevin's not, not going to like this at yes, all. Right? Yeah. This but again, not, not as a drinking. I wouldn't take sips of the. No. This is. I mean, I would. This is just a taste it. Yeah. This is just not a, a taste like it. refresher. Need right. to cool down. Totally different. Mm. Totally I, different. I'm surprised, even in the glass that it served in. Uh, for those who are just listening, it served in essentially in a martini glass. Yeah. And most of the martini glasses, Kevin looks at and says, "How do you drink this thing?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm so uh, happy that you enjoy it so far, for what it is. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. I would, I can tell you this, having had some NA sweet vermouth cocktails mm-hmm. and not liking them, I'm, I'm definitely glad we went with a Campari or an NA yeah. because this would be substantially worse Yeah, with a sweet yeah. vermouth. You, so. um, you brought up a point though. Uh, we use the cocoa, um, bitters as opposed to orange bitters, mm-hmm. which normally would be, uh, equal parts of normal bitters and orange bitters together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. We should have done the cocoa and the orange. Well, well, oh, oh, geez. Okay, for you know, blasphemy. We're, we're just altering the cocktail <laughs> yeah, yeah. as you. Yeah, he just threw a little bitter. Everybody there. listens. Two dashes of orange bitters, and I'm, I'm good. You're okay. good. Hey, that's it's an eight already in Kevin's book. That's true. He doesn't need to yeah. ruin it. I'm just curious on what that flavor profile looks yep. like and, and feels like. Well, isn't isn't a Campari and a bitter orange liqueur? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Did that change the profile at all for you? A little bit, yeah. I think I lost the Campari. No, it's there on the shelf. Bottom shelf. There you go. Um, You know, it's the bitterness on here that stands out more than the bitterness of the bitters. I know that sounds weird, but it's a different type of bitter. I honestly, in my cocktail, I don't taste. I I can't notice any difference from adding two dashes of orange. Either way, uh, worth a shot. Maybe the next time we use Campari, I might cut the uh, ounce serving in half of mm. the Campari and maybe mm. do two and a half of the rye. I don't know. Why not? Why not? There we go. All right. Okay. So uh, anyway, if uh, our rousing mid-reviews make it sound like you want to make this cocktail yourself, <laughs> you can find that on our website, letsdrinkandthink.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also where you can submit drink recipes. 
and uh, any questions that you have about past cocktails, past topics. Maybe there's something that you'd uh, love to hear us talk about as well. You can do that. Be sure and follow us on all the socials at Let's Drink Think. And uh, anyway, let's uh, let's just kind of dive in today. Uh, there is something common between every single human being uh, that has ever lived and will ever live. And uh, that is the fact that we all die. So, yay. This is a great <laughs> <Because> start. <laughs> what, a, what a rousing way to jump into it's things. It's not huh? surprising, though. We it's, all knew that. Yeah. It, the human race has a 100% mortality rate. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but what's interesting is we were talking beforehand. We've all been to funerals where everybody goes to heaven, right? Yeah. Or I, a better place. Or a better place you know, or, you know, whatever. Heaven. Yeah. It seems like no matter who the person was, what their life was like, what good or bad they did, irregardless, the end of life, we just kind of all assume they made it, they were good, better place, heaven, whatever. Uh, is is that true? Is it real? How do we deal with it? Actually, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I, I'm a Christian myself, right? We all are. Yep. I find myself getting frustrated at uh, Christian denominations, Christianity, in in general for the fact that or the the matter of inconsistency most christian denominations teach a way to get to heaven but whether you followed that way or not you're in a better place mm. so i think it's that inconsistency that really does bother me and if you're not a believer that might be part of the reason because when when people are alive they're saying you have to do this have to do this have to do that right and then when they die, well, I know darn well they didn't do that. Well, they're in a better place, you know. So, <laughs> so like, cares? what is it? You know, we, we teach one thing, but then it's all scrapped when somebody actually dies, you know. Mm -hmm. So that inconsistency is very frustrating to me, and and maybe yeah. to you guys. That's so interesting. I think you're totally right because there's there is um, many individuals with it again, whether they call themselves a Christian, think they're Christians, it doesn't really matter, but. Look at the Christian religion, yep. which I know we've talked about. We don't love that term, but that mm -hmm. religion as a way to live better. Mm -hmm. But then to your point, okay, but what's the point of living better? What happens when we all die? That inevitable mm -hmm. uh, time comes. Like Shaheen said, mm -hmm. none of us have ever heard an officiant say, yeah. you know what? This person I know didn't follow this, this, and that. Therefore, they are not with Listen, God. They're in a worse place. <laughs> we know this person was this, 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 yeah. and this. They uh -huh. were a total, you know, just mm -hmm. jerk to everybody. Let's all just agree mm -hmm. they went to hell. So you know? let me play Jesus' advocate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it could very well be the case because we could witness their life and maybe they don't live out their life like a Christian would normally live out their life and still be a Christian. I mean, so my question, I guess, would be, I mean, would the pastor or whoever is doing the funeral ever truly know? No, but we do no. hear reasons. We hear mm -hmm. the officiants say things, or we hear the family members say things. They were so kind. They're in a better place. Sure. They were they so were giving. Into the they, they were bad. So if if nobody said a word, mm -hmm. I might go down that road of thinking, why don't we could say, you know what, we don't know, but let's hope for the best. Sure. Let's hope for the or best. Like, you know? They were so kind and yeah, but we don't hear place. that. It's not because they were we so hear kind. they were kind. They were not even if they weren't. Sure, we yeah. will hear about the one thing they did that seemed to be favorable. <laughs> well, Bill to... fixed my truck that one day. 
Yeah. It was when, after he already stole it, <laughs> yeah. ran over a stop sign, getting back to his place. But he did fix it. But he so. fixed it, so... Uh, I'm pretty sure he's in a better better place. place. Now, none of us were at the funeral of a Hitler or somebody like that, so we we, we can't say whether somebody would actually say this person didn't go to heaven. But for the average person we know living in culture today, Mm -hmm. it seems like you're right. They Mm -hmm. all go to a better place when it comes time to that. Hey, I've been to some funerals, though, for some people who I just know, you know, Mm -hmm. like they were engaged in highly criminal activity you know mm-hmm. did some ve- not good and like it wasn't a secret mm-hmm. everybody knew mm-hmm. you know but right. still same thing i know of people who have uh were were dying or in the hospital and they didn't want any mother effing pastor there they don't want nothing to do with effing god i mean oh, clearly yeah. anti-god but, but somehow they when they died they were in a better place so oh, what what man. is this inconsistency thing drives me nuts. But Don't you think it's because most people, I mean, generally every single religion in the world, I haven't studied them all, so, you know. Oh. I, I know. But the major ones. <laughs> the we, major, we know the I major know enough ones. about the major ones. It seems like every single religion is good versus bad. Yeah. You know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Does your good outweigh your bad? And at funerals, memorial services, we're always tempted to just highlight, you know, the couple good whether it's a lot of good or whether it's only a couple good we can think of, we just focus. But it seems to always go back to, well, they did some good things, so therefore they must be in a better place. I mean, isn't that sure? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I almost wonder. It's like uh, we we just want to be comforted by knowing that they're mm. in a good place or whatever. Like as the mourners, in it's that more type about of, us, right? Than them, or even um, maybe who, the audience who might just be there. Who mer- maybe barely knows this individual? Who cares about truth anyway? Right. <laughs> but like, I just think that's, that's a whole other topic we can't go down. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Save it for next time. I just wonder. That's got to be a big part of it. Um, I mean, there's some stuff that I've done that I I really hope doesn't get brought up in the funeral. <laughs> I just Chris, hope- I just want you to know, re-record everything that yeah. happens in this bar <laughs> and in for fact, that reason. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I'm not have. canceled yet, but I will be. <laughs> I've thought about my dad's funeral. He's 86, and it's going to happen pretty soon, right? And I actually thought that my brothers and I, probably everybody say something nice about your dad. I was thinking of the opposite. I was thinking, honestly, of I, saying. I can't wait. I was honestly thinking about, about sharing. Oh, okay, my brothers just said all this nice stuff. But, you know, let's let's be honest. Let's talk about, you know what, he he had these faults. As a matter of fact, he was downright this and that. And I want to bring that up to to emphasize the point, but yet he is in a better place. Why? And then go into my belief of why. And so that, that yeah, maybe can sure. go into the next section. That's of what, what I was going to say. Like, yeah. if if uh, it seems like everybody, we, we want to have the pin, the opinion everybody goes to a better place how like is there a way obviously we think so is there a way that we can really know what happens after we die because last i checked i haven't been there chris you just get back from a trip not yet not yet okay kevin i live in heaven oh my gosh (laughs) this is where we end (laughs) wow Yeah, hey, you know, i think i think what you're saying is none of us are really qualified to say that but what's really interesting it would be hard to run into a person in this culture, any person that doesn't have an opinion. 
about what happens about what happens after you die my guess is most by far the majority of people have an opinion if Mm -hmm. you ask them they would say well yeah i think we i think i'd go to heaven i think my i think uncle joe went to heaven why well because i believe and then and then then we would hear the well i believe and that's interesting that's great everybody has a belief very few people walk around with I don't know and I don't care. Very few people. Mm. Everybody has a belief. Right. The interesting thing is, where did they get that belief? Do you know where you got yours? Yeah. Where did that belief come from? And then the second question to ask yourself is, wherever that belief came from, if it came from my uncle, if it came from a pastor, if it came from you know, a TV show, wherever it came from, was that source qualified? To give you that source. information, so what would you was it as, reliable? Yeah, what is qualified? Well, that in my opinion, and again, we are Christians. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, and uh, I have looked into other world religions a little okay. bit, and in my opinion, there is no historical human being in all of history, religious leader or not, that has ever claimed they came from God, except one. Muhammad never claimed, you know, he right. came from God. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Buddha, you know, Confucius, none of them. They're, Jesus Christ is the only one that said, I came from God. And you don't need to believe me because I told you. Any crazy guy can? I'm going to show you, give you some sign. Here, believe pew, this. Pew. Boom, boom. Those were I'm miracles, gonna turn, by the way. Got it. I was I'm going to turn wa- water into wine, raising the dead, feeding. I mean, the miracles he did. And yep. he said, these are evidence that what I'm telling you is true. And then he goes and tops it all off. Yeah. I am going to die and in three days come back to life again. And he did. So in my opinion, and I think anybody that's honest with themselves, anybody that would be honest and logical enough to follow the evidence would come to the same conclusion. Jesus is the only one that's actually qualified to talk about what happens after we die. We talked about the, you know, the evidence for why we believe the Bible is true and why we're Christian. I mean, way back on one of the earliest episodes we ever did. Mm-hmm. And if all that's the case, you know, if what we read in the Bible is true. Even if you say the rest of the Bible is out, just the Gospels, right? Mm-hmm. If that's true, I, we've, I think we've talked about it before, just have this little saying like, hey, if somebody is able to predict they're going to rise from the dead, like, I'm just going to go with whatever they say. Mm. You know, like... And they pull it off. And, yeah, and they pull they, it off, if yeah. If they predict it and pull it off, mm-hmm. whatever you say now, I'm just going with that. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... That's good enough to be just about the authority on everything <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's... Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Let alone all the miracle finger guns. Let all alone the all the pew, pew, pew yeah. miracles. And that is what's really interesting is Jesus didn't uh, tell stories about it. He wasn't mystical about it. Mm-hmm. He was very clear about answering this question. Right. Very clear. He said that, hey, I'm, I'm dying. I'm going to heaven. And where I go, you know, my father's many rooms in my father's house. If that were not so, I would not have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you. If I do, I'll come back and get you. One of his followers said, Thomas, we call him Doubting Thomas, actually Loser. said, Why? <laughs> actually said, Jesus, I don't know where you're going. I, how am I going to know how to get there? And Jesus was very clear. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to a better place except through me. Mm-hmm. 
very, very clear. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that most of us, most people, their opinion is kind of because it's what they heard and what they want to believe. It's the want to believe. And, and I really think that so many people, and if you're listening to this and you're not a believer, you're not sold out yet, you're not really sure, I would ask you to question this. Are you not sure because you don't want to be sure? Because I really think that so many people that is a huge thing to have to come to terms with. Because if I change my mind, if I'm not a believer and then I decide what Jesus said is true, then everybody who's passed before me Mm -hmm. that I thought was in a better place mm-hmm. might not be I, i'm not sure i could deal with it like i can see why people want to resist yeah oh i i can see for many reasons why they would want to resist but what i um what i think about though is if uh, the inevitability when you die like yeah where do you end up mm-hmm. like what because I've heard and we seen. Even, we haven't even touched on hell. If there's a good place. All right. That also there's means. a bad place. Mm-hmm. That bad place I've heard is pretty bad. And <laughs> yes. Um, and, and so I just wonder, like, what is it that uh, people are afraid of? Is it because maybe they're afraid that they don't want? They love uh, living in the ignorant bliss of just I don't have to know what heaven and hell look like, feel like, don't have to pursue it. Uh, because I, I feel like I'm not good enough anyway, so I'm just going to avoid this thing altogether. I, I Don't you think opinion. that's... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. How a lot of us, even, deal with a lot of things in life. Uh, I know I cannot... You know, my body's not always going to be healthy and work the right way, but that's so far down the line, all I want to do is eat McDonald's right now, so right, right. I'm just not going to think about... I, it might mm-hmm. be real, it might not, <laughs> yeah. but as long as I just keep my mind on today... Ignorant bliss. Who cares? Yep, you yeah. know, financial sort of stuff. You know, I know I'm not going to be able to work when I'm 97, but who cares? I want a new car and a big house and vacations and all yep, that. Yep. You know, and yeah, like, same sort of thing. Can't you see that that's what we think? That's why we resist, but that's not really true. Well, I'm not saying it's the yeah. wise thing to do. Yeah. I'm just saying no, I but see I th- why people do I, it. I think that people don't want to look at the truth, even though it's logical, it makes sense, and you know, kind of all the evidence leads that way, is because of what I believe again. I believe if I go that way, it's going to change everything about my life. But yeah. again, where did you come with that belief? Why do you think... If I turn to Jesus, okay, sounds even kind of weird in our culture. So if I look, if I go this Jesus direction, well, then I'm going to have to do this. And I would ask again, where did you get Who that opinion? That? Right, right. And Who are, they told you? are they qualified to tell you that? Hmm. Because we resist because what we think it will lead to. But what if that isn't true? You know, is it, it, but I think so many people in America do resist for that very same reason. Well, I know be healthy, but I don't want to stop eating McDonald's. I don't want to be, I do. And with this Christian thing, that's what people think. But, you know, I mean, they're not going to believe just us saying this, but if you look into it, you will discover that has nothing to do with it. It is literally what you think a Christianity belief, is, but is we most th- likely not what is, it is most likely wrong. I, yeah. I mean, most likely wrong. Right. If you've heard of Christianity from Sunday school as a kid, church once in a while, or TV or your grandparents, 
you've probably heard a very twisted message of Christianity. Mm-hmm. So just just really quick, uh, I mean, I, I assume we're, we all agree on this, but just for people listening, just kind of s- spitfire is that word where you just go through a bunch of stuff real yeah. quickly. Just spitfire some things. So whether you, when it comes to where we go after we die, does whether or not we go to church have anything to do with that? No. no. Does whether we live like Mother Teresa or Charles Manson have anything to do with it? No. No. (laughs) How about this? Does our behavior have anything to do with it? I was going to go through a bunch of them. And you just summed it all up in one. I want to get to the point. Oh, my God. You had life's receipt there. I was ready to go through a bunch. and Okay. Well, now we have to kill 45 minutes. (laughs) Great. Hey, as a matter of fact, let me ask you this question. Does not the New Testament about Jesus Christ teach the exact opposite of that? Yeah, yeah. Exact opposite. I don't know. That was some Yoda speak. You might yeah, need to say that. Well, as you were talking and as my mouth was answering, it connected with my brain. I'm not sure what I'm answering yeah. to. Does you not yeah, the way like, of the wait. force lead you to not believe? Like there are too many double negatives. I am so happy you said that because as you said, yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what am I what saying? Yes, I agree to. Wait, say it again, One but this time. time in English. Doesn't. Wait, you can't just go does not before and the second time doesn't. Doesn't. Okay. doesn't. Does I'm, try, I'm trying to be clear. Uh, it's working. What can you do with does? Does Jesus and the Apostle Paul, the writers of the New Testament, speak uh, against thinking our behavior matters in being right with God? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything that, I mean, so much of what Jesus said is what you brought up, Paul. Uh, is vehemently against you think your goodness is yeah. going to get there. Yep. And it's it has nothing to do with it. It's not trusting fact, in that goodness. That's, that's why I think uh, personally, I am like, I mean, obviously most Christians are attracted to Paul of all the writers of the New Testament, right? But mm-hmm. it's just so interesting to see Paul's background, where he came from, who he was, mm-hmm. and still so confident in where he was going once he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who had the resume to back? If anybody yeah. could have gotten to heaven yeah. by accomplishments and good behavior, yep. mm-hmm. he had the resume to back it up. And even he said, "Meh, it's meaningless. All worthless. All that meaningless. Is, Who cares? It's dog yep. crap. It's garbage." Yep. Uh, there's only one way to heaven, and that is by putting faith in Jesus Christ. And I think it's so unfortunate that so many people have heard differently. Yeah, they have. They've heard differently. They've heard you got to do this. You have to do this. You can't do that. That is, that is not what Christianity is. And as a matter of fact, like you just said, the Apostle Paul blasted people for even thinking such a thing. Right. One of my favorite things he ever wrote was to Jewish people who thought circumcision, yeah, was a you know was a big deal. And like, hey, if uh, all the Jewish People at that time said, "Hey, if you if you really want to be a Christian, well, then you have to be circumcised as well." And Paul just comes right out and says, "Listen, if you think cutting off a little bit helps, just cut off the whole thing. I mean, just slice that sucker clean off. Yeah. If you think that's what's going to help, yeah, might as well go the whole way. If a little bit makes a difference, won't a lot of it make yeah. a difference? Yep. Why don't you take that Audi and turn it to an any?" <laughs> Okay, he maybe was, he didn't write those words. Well, but. I mean, essentially, if it was a modern version so of it. So was he supporting transgenderism? Well, okay, that's okay, the next we're, section. 
All right, we're not going to touch that one <laughs> yet. Yeah. So, um, okay, so uh, uh, if if somebody's listening and they're not a Christian, what would you suggest some things that they do are? Yeah, I I immediately would just say, just stop and rethink it. Don't think of uh, what you heard, where you heard it from. Let's go to the source. There's only one person qualified to really talk about heaven, being right with God. That's Jesus. And because he's the only one who's died yeah. and come back to tell he's us He's the only it. one who said, I am the son of God. Watch this. I'm going to prove it. You know, not just words, not just some crazy preacher. You know, he backed it up. And he did miracles. He did all of that as a sign to say, hey, this is who I came from. This is who I am. This is why I came. All of, all of that stuff. My fear at even telling somebody this is, man, there's, you know, going to a church would really be helpful. But I, I hate to say this, but you got to be really careful. I don't trust about, a lot of them. <laughs> I don't trust a lot of Christian churches. I don't. Uh, they, they have m- mixed up this amazing message of this amazing relationship with god that jesus came to to establish and they've just messed it up with religious stuff that is Made no longer confusing. christian they've added They're, religion yeah. back into yeah. true christianity mm-hmm. and made a total mess. some religions would say you have to be baptized and the New Testament would not say that. The New Testament says you have to believe yeah. in what Jesus did. Right. Many, many denominations would teach you have to be confirmed or you have to have your first communion or you have to go to confession or you have to go to church or you have to... You have hey, to try really hard. None of this stuff is negative. It's just not It's not what does it. And it and it, yeah. uh, it puts this, this cloud in front of what Jesus did. It messes it up. It, it confuses the simplicity of... Of Jesus Christ and what He came to do. Uh, if uh, if you do want a suggestion for a church to listen to or to to look up, you can send us an email or hit us up on mm-hmm. social media. From. You know where you're from, and we maybe yeah. give some suggestions or point you to a couple uh, YouTube channels that we would think would be good. So, mm-hmm. what about? I don't know. This might be an impossible question, but. To me, I just keep going back to that thought of like, if I accept, if somebody who's not a believer accepts the, the, what we believe is the truth, what does that mean about their mom, dad, brother, sister, grandma, grandpa, who they thought were in a better place, mm-hmm. but now there's a very real possibility that they're not. Yeah, I would directly address what that with, you, you don't know. So don't you, even focus on you, it? You, you don't know where they went or what they believed. Mm-hmm you know, on, on their deathbed or whatever, they may have heard this message. They have, I have a grandpa who his whole story was, he was drowning. He was, and he just said, I want to make it right with my maker. And he wasn't a Christian. And he just said, I want to make it right with my maker. And he said, and he just said, Jesus saved me. And then a, a miraculous miracle happened. I'm not going to tell the story, yeah. but we don't know. And and so Another don't, episode. Okay. <laughs> and don't think about that. Uh, what you need to discover is, if this is really true, I need to find out, mm. I, I would think. And what's amazing about this Jesus thing is even other religions, we, we look at Judaism and Islam as opposite opponents of Christianity, which they are. Mm-hmm. But even in their sacred writings and their books, 
They believe in the Jesus Christ of mm-hmm. Nazareth. They believe he was born of a virgin. Even other religions believe this Jesus yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's hard to dismiss the yeah, evidence. You, you so. can't ignore uh, yeah. Jesus of Nazareth, the miracle yeah. worker. You yeah. can't ignore that. Historians yeah. and non-religious yeah. individuals. Yes. Like, it, it, there's so much evidence. And like, yeah. that's where I've always thought so interesting is uh, even in Islam, they look at him as a prophet. They look at him as an individual who did some mm-hmm. incredible, great things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yet, how can somebody who you look up upon high, who claimed to be the son of God, yeah, like how do you say, oh, well, hang on, not that part. He was 99% <laughs> of what he said yeah, yeah, was good. Yeah, but he was a liar. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything was cool. Wait, 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 wait. He got a little wacky the last seven days of life. Like, it's just, uh, <laughs> but everything was it's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and again, not to like... Make it that simple, <laughs> but it's true. Like it's just yeah. uh, there's so much evidence. Like that's where I think it's a non-starter for anybody who doesn't even believe that uh, Christ walked the earth because there's so much evidence historically with within religions across all spectrums. Yeah, and so then it becomes less about what is Jesus Christ real. Then it becomes did Jesus Christ actually do these things? Which again, evidence yep. for. Mm-hmm. And then if he did do these things, mm-hmm. then we have then to we have logically to, follow yes. what he right. said, what he taught, which to includes point, yeah. a lot with the afterlife and what yes. happens after we die. Yeah. And, and to your point, he came back from yes. the dead after yeah. stating that he will. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody and, can say and when and oh, how I'm long to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then it's like no one hey, pulled it off except him. People, people like Lee Strobel, and there are there are so many others who were, they would consider themselves atheists, yep, and they became Christians because they they set out to disprove Christianity, but promised themselves at least at least with Lee, he promised himself, I am going to, I am going to research this thing to death, and I'm going to disprove Christianity, but I promise myself. I will follow where the evidence leads. That's a, that's the thing he gave himself, yeah. and it led him to undeniably accepting that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. So anybody who hasn't read the Case for Christ yeah. by Lee Strobel is who he's referring to, but yeah. uh, an incredible story. And there are yeah, others but, that yeah. you know. Yep. Yep. So he's not a loader. Do, do the same thing that Lee Strobel yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Honestly, put down everything else Grandma told you mm-hmm. and Uncle Jim and all that, and just. Mm-hmm. Follow the evidence right. because most people are are ignoring Christianity from an emotional standpoint mm-hmm. and not a logical one. From right. a yeah, I've been hurt. They're yep. hypocrites. Yep. I don't like what they you know what I think they stand for. Mm-hmm. What some bad apples stand for. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So uh, uh, let's go back to this cocktail. I will give it an eight. Yours. It's I was going to ask you escalate. because it yeah. keep going. Started at four, ended at an eight. Ended at an eight. You finish yours first. Yeah. I yeah. I just finished mine, and Kevin is really taking this sipping thing to heart. It is a sipper all day long. <laughs> I am not going to rush it. When we create categories for all the cocktails and rate them again, it's going to be sipper as a category. Sipper. Sippers. Yeah. Are we going to have to rate each drink in multiple categories? Oh, absolutely. Like, in yeah. a lawnmower category, this yeah. is a zero. In a sipper, Nothing beats you know, Coors Light in a lawnmower category. After steak dinner, and it's a seven, yeah, and yeah. that yeah. averages out yeah. to a... Three categories. What if I have friends over? Outdoor summer was one category. Jeez. <laughs> Partying with friends is another category. Intimate dining is another category. What if I'm intimate Those dining three. with other people in an outdoor restaurant? 
and it's a party. Then you have to decide what category <laughs> you're in. What category? What category do you feel like? Okay, because at oh, that moment, yeah. at that wow. moment, you are going to feel like, what kind of a drink do I want? You will. You'll say, uh, I'm in the mood for. Thank you so much for checking out our uh, <laughs> Instagram and TikTok. Kevin, did your rating change? No, no, no. I would. I'd like to go on record and say my rating went lower mm. as the drink went on. Well, we can delete that part of the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway what were you saying about all the socials and- uh look for us at let's drink think.com and think let's, let's drink, drink and think.com think. any of the socials tiktok insta facebook myspace probably wherever you are Something we'll find like you yeah. um please like subscribe also to Sheen's point if you are looking for a church, if you're looking for a physical location, maybe something online to try or just some resources, please don't hesitate to message. Um, and again, if it's books, if there's anything you have, whether we have it, we certainly have connections to folks who maybe can provide some resources for you. So please don't hesitate to comment, question, reach out to us. And uh, again, thanks for like, subscribing, and, and sticking around this long. So try the drink. <laughs>